said the engineer oh, yeah. in training. Thank you. Yeah. It'll be the same lesson next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are we are officially on. This is it. Thursday night. We've left it to the last minute. We have no more shows in the bank. We are just uh, doing it and letting it go out. This is it. We have no room for error, fellas. It's not the YouTube audience and the Facebook live audience. It's those people who listen to our our great podcast listeners who count on our program coming out every week. You know, like our queen, Jen Husko. Yeah. You know, like our Diamond Club listener, Emil Van Steeg. Lori Ball. Like, and Lori Ball, too. (laughs) You know, these people, they they count on us, and we have to do it. So we got in an all-star cast today. We got a newbie, a a virgin. Auditions. Yeah. Ooh, I like being called that. Yeah. (laughs) You're getting your Dutch Hall cherry popped. Right. Yeah, it was an ambush thing, and it was really... It was really just me, to be honest, uh, you sent me a nice text that was very like meek, which is, it was meek, right? You, you didn't have a lot of confidence in it. You didn't have confidence that you, that I knew who you were. Well, I figure even somebody at my level, I forget people all the fucking time. So I imagine at your level, you forget people even more. So I'm like, ah, you know what? I'm not going to just assume this guy remembers me. Oh no, I remember everybody. But we had like long chats. The first time we met at the galley pump, we talked for a while. Mm -hmm. And I talked to you again in uh, in Niagara Falls. In Taps, yeah. And uh, so, like, I mean, there was was like, uh, uh, you didn't have to be meek, is what I'm saying. We had an established established relationship, I thought. That that, that feels really good to hear you say that. (laughs) Well, that's nice. You know what else? Why it, you sent me the message, and then I'm like, I smelled like this guy might be eager to come to a show, right? <laughs> because normally, when I ask comics to come on and do my show, it, it's hard to get them to come out. Really? Yeah, because is that because most of them don't drive. That is the biggest one. <laughs> yeah, because they don't drive. They're all like, oh, the they're, the ones that don't drive are very eager to come out. And then they can never work out a ride, and then they end up uh, not coming out, right? Is that shop talk? Oh No. No? It's podcast talk. Okay. Oh. Okay. Podcast talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> nice try. Nice try. When I book, when I book uh, NHL uh, uh, people, uh, they always show up. Ah, very good. Ah, bring it back. Bring oh. it back. It's everything. It's not just comedy, Jen. <laughs> oh. go. And thank you. Well, this is what we'll do. We'll set this up and then we'll do the thing we do to start the show, right? Mm -hmm. This show, because of our queen and only Patreon uh, supporter, Jen Husko, uh, she does not uh, appreciate shop talk. Mm -hmm. Now we have a comedian here. Normally, when I have a comedian... close. No no offense, uh, Rick, but when I have a comedian, eh, that's not true. There's certain ones where, because I don't get to talk to them very often... I want to pick their brain, you know, mm-hmm. I want to find out what they want to do. Right. And so I can't resist the urge to even when my queen, Jen Husko tells me not to talk comedy shop, I still do it uh, because I, but in your case, I do not want to pick your brain at all. <laughs> I don't. There's, there's nothing to pick. I'm here to pick yours. <laughs> nothing to pick. Yes. That's what I, from, from the text, it seemed as though you were there here to pick my brain. Therefore I felt I could deflect and then we could just talk about life in general and I can make my queen happy. But the tendency to get sucked into comedy talk 
is strong, strong. So I need to resist it. So I have a punishment for myself. I found a whatever's left of a ball of booze there. And we have some more beers if I have to. And I'm going to start, uh, I have to do a shot of the gross booze every time we talk uh, comedy shop. Does it have to be like a unanimous vote? How about if I, how about if I'm saying to him, cause he is a comedian and I'm going to interview him. He's the first time here. If I said like, who were your comedy influences? Uh, I would let that one go. But the second you guys start talking, crafting jokes, and- crafting jokes. Yes, I agree. Kev. So we, can, we can talk about it as entertainment. We can talk about comedians in general. Yep. But uh, like uh, we could say Chris Rock and uh, Will uh, Smith there. We can talk about that. Right. What do you think, Wes? I think Jen's going to let you know if that's acceptable. Or yeah. not. Oh, you're right. You might be getting hammered next week. Hey, I'd like to talk. I'd like to talk a little bit about uh, Giant Dip's wife taking a shit in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> that's not shop talk. Is That's not shop talk. That's nothing to do with comedy at all. Nope. She's just that'd be funny f- as hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> she had to go. How big does a red flag have to be? Hey, man, who isn't just shit the bed a little bit when you had too much? <laughs> but, <laughs> but you don't leave it. <laughs> you don't blame the dog. That's the thing. You don't blame the dog. That's where she went too far. You just don't blame the dog. Not living if you don't shit the bed. <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, about this. Hey, uh, you shit the bed. And he's like, I oh, know the dog. It was a dog. It was like, oh, the dog shit in your ass crack? We don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> I think most people know the difference between animal shit and human shit. Yeah. It doesn't taste the same, that's for sure. Yeah. The, half of the shit was still in your panties. Dog shit in your panties. <laughs> we should just start the show, Kevin. You know the thing we do. Yes, sir. Do it. Thank you. Well, abrupt stop. I like how uh, how that happens. You they just stop. They want to hear my voice. They're attentive. Yep. And I just love this audience. Good audience. Welcome everyone to the Dutch Hall. I'm your host. I'm not even going to say my name yet because that's not how we do things. Nope. But uh, we have a great night here <laughs> in the pool shed in Pine Grove. We are the greatest pool shed ever to come out of Pine Grove in podcast in the history of the world. Is that how it goes? I think I might. Something like that. Sounds right. Yep. You got it. Mm. Sorry, a little bit of supper. (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) This week, we have a great cast, everyone. As always, the person that is my engineer (laughs) says so on his resume. Yep. Kevin Fingers Van Dungeon, everyone. (laughs) And making his return to the Dutch Hall. Rep, uh, formerly of the Nocturnal Emissions. I'm going to say formerly of the Nocturnal Emissions. Regretfully. Oh. <laughs> Regretfully, yes. 
<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my favorite still, <laughs> Whiskey Wes Higgins, everyone. I give him a longer one. Huh? It's a longer one. Well, the crowd loves him because oh, yeah. they've 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 awaited his return. That's right, Wes. Uh, I I made dramatic pauses in your introduction. Did you notice that? I did. I was I was hinting at, at something. I know I got a piece of information I need to talk to you about. Don't let okay. me forget it, All Kevin. Right. Don't let me forget to ask Wes All or right. tell Wes a piece of information because you know I have a memory like a goldfish. I'm a good engineer. Thank you. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, our virgin, oh. our newbie. Very first timer in the Dutch Hall. Happy to have him all the way from Kitchener, Ontario. Ladies and gentlemen, comedian Rick Alexander, everyone. Hey, I like you too. That's awesome. That's the best applause I've ever gotten. (laughs) That's great. And me, I'm your host and two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Love you all. This is a great show that we have planned today. I have stuff written, which I don't usually do. I don't usually write things. And I actually got to have them if I don't look at them. Then what's the point of writing it? Um, But uh, first, we got the ground rules out of the way. The comedy thing is is settled, right? The second thing that I wanted to get out of the way was... Uh, fuck, Wes. Let's just Ooh. do this so I don't forget yeah, it. Let's do it. All right. Okay. I uh, I've been uh, selling a church, right? Yep. And uh, before that, I sold the pews, right? Yep. And they were in Steve's barn, right? You remember Steve, the reluctant German? Yeah, I remember. Also of the nocturnal emissions. Remember that guy? I recall. Yeah. <laughs> he says to me. He says to me. He says. He says. Did he say that really? <laughs> yeah. He says around the 400th, he said that you guys had a conversation. We did. And he said, are you going on this thing? And uh, uh, and you go, I don't know. Pete says there's another bass player coming. I don't know if there's going to be two bass players. And then uh, Steve goes, well, I'm not going if you're not going. And then uh, nobody nobody came, right? And of the no one of the Nocturnal Mission showed up. Not one on the 400th episode, not one member of the Nocturnal Mission showed up, you know? Broke my heart. Broke my heart, you know? Barely even started the show. Barely, barely even started the show. No, that's not true. But it, did. it was a bit of a downer, you know? You guys are such a big part of those 400. So anyways, he told me your excuse, right? And about uh, there being another bass player. That's my bad. That's my bad. And that's where I owe you an apology right here. Because I wanted to make clear... That guy, Brad Good, excellent guy. For sure. Excellent uh, uh, musician. He can play any instrument. He doesn't have to play a fucking bass. When Whiskey Wes Hagens is in uh, the Dutch Hall, uh, I want to make a new policy here. You know, when there's a musical performance of any sort going on, and there's a guy. Now, if you're in a band and you're the bass player in that band and you're performing on the Dutch Hall here, you're allowed to play bass in your band. But then put your fucking bass away, right? When you're not playing your song for your that you're performing, you put your bass away. If you're going to jam with the rest of us, pick up a fucking tambourine, play guitar, <laughs> right? Twiddle your thumbs. I don't care. Whiskey Wes Hagens is doing is doing the job of the bass player. That's what I'm going to say right now because I didn't want to say that I, I had another bass player in here. He I don't even know if he did play bass. 
because they were doing like, do you remember? No, I think they both play guitar. They both play guitar. Yeah. So it was a miscommunication. Well, there was more to it as well. You had COVID too. I did have COVID. So I canceled the gig the day before and, or no, sorry, the, the weekend before. The weekend before, yeah. The weekend before. And then everything fell apart with the 400th episode and I was still zero fucking energy at all. Yeah, yeah. And Steve said, okay, these other guys are coming and I just did not have the energy to come out and on a whim. Yeah, 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 yeah. Learn, learn with new yeah, 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 that yeah, we yeah. haven't played with before. Fair enough. Um, I probably, I don't know that I would have made it out yeah. without them either. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, uh, my real, uh, my real point of bringing up the story is here's Steve's excuse. Well, if you're not going, then I'm not going right. That's Am I the new leader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess you're the leader. Right. I'm not going. And it, that was what he said to, to, to me to, that I'm supposed to be cool with it. Here you got COVID. You got another person playing your bass. You got a, you got a, um, energy that's like zapped right out of you. Yep. You got a long list of, of reasons not to come. Steve, well, if you're not going, I'm not going. Hey, uh, there's a party going on. There's a, there's a good time. No, I don't want to go if I just have to, see uh, uh, a bunch of people who I know I've known over the last eight years, you know, kind of thing, you know, that uh, to me, uh, I'm going to put the word right out here right now that uh, Steve, the reluctant German has to come on this show and answer to himself. <laughs> How about that? I think that sounds good. Otherwise I'm going to continue to trash him every week, which I think this show has been lacking is a good German trashing yep. on a weekly basis. Yep. Yeah. And maybe we should get out the old joke book and just look up a German joke or two. But you know what? I got one. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're ready. They're easy. I was really looking forward to that reunion, too. Yeah, I know. Well, you know what I think is going to, you know what I think the reunion, because I still have a dream, I still have dreams about it, but the reunion I've come to realize cannot come from the father. <laughs> it must come from the child. You know, the, re the reunion has to come with my children. The children have to come together and make a, you know, a surprise daddy because I ain't doing it no more. Like there's too many fucking people who just disappoint me at the last minute. It breaks my heart again and again. I'm mostly thinking of my, of my buddy, Dave. I don't know what to do to get him out anymore. You know, I don't know. I want to get him. I want to get him in the Dutch hall. I think we can get him back in here and get the earphones on him. Yep. Get him like. In the nice play warm theme song, yeah, play that theme song. Just yeah. hear it in your ears there. You know, it's right back and do it before you know it. I'll just pass him a guitar. You know, just say play around with it. Just tinkle through the thing, and then slowly maybe we can get uh, one guy trickling in once in a while. I think you could just get him to do that clean flow theme that he came up with. Yeah, you can play that. Yeah, I can play that actually. I think I could do. It's that. shit. <laughs> it's a disgrace. It's a disgrace to our sponsor, our great sponsor, CleanFlow. We he asked for one thing, and Dave wrote a goddamn whole bunch of. He wrote the theme song and a bunch of jingles for the Barbie Mansion show. Yep. Right. He never met those girls before. I met those girls, and Dave just shoehorned himself into a relationship with them. It's actually genius what he did. We're great. We're great friends now too. <laughs> <laughs> They love Dave, eh? More than me, I think. 
Well, he's your coattails must be in better shape now. Did you how, around? Yeah. Without him riding your coattails on everything. Dave? Yes. Yeah, but he was the man that wrote the music for the show and he couldn't write a fucking jingle for a great sponsor, CleanFlow. Nope. Check out their products at cleanflow.com. That's K L E E N F L O, cleanflow.com. That's a great sponsor there, CleanFlow. It is. You know, they give us cake every week. Cake every week. Nice. Pays for all this. All of it. All everything you see here. No. All the not drywall. Well, they did give us that uh, thing that looks like a sperm that's on the guitar. Nice. And, uh, oh, Kevin, I forgot to tell you, you and Beaver got clean flow hats. All right. Those, like that. Like the camel hats that are on the bar there. Nice. Yeah, you got clean flow hats. Sweet. And uh, I got a drunk text from our sponsor one day. He told me to write more jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, who's going to listen to something for an hour and a half is what he said. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, I don't know. It's kind of the format of the show, you know, like it's not uh, the people that watch these things. They, this is what they watch or they, if they listen to these things, that's what they listen to. Like it's just a, it's a genre on its own. Yeah. He was saying, uh, Seinfeld's 22 minutes, you know? And then, and then, uh, I said, yeah, like, uh, can you give me more money? Yeah, like, and then I'll write fucking jokes and, and go 22 minutes because, and then he said, uh, yeah, I've been drinking, eh? <laughs> <laughs> For only in an episode, you'll write some jokes. Yeah. He said, uh, you do, you keep doing what you're doing. He says, uh, keep it up. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> but my, you're married. I am. Rick. And, uh, how long have you been married for? 11 years. 11 years. Would your wife... Let you and your friend go on a vacation with uh, two women of your age group uh, that are from, like, uh, let's say from the United States, and you're just going to meet up in Atlanta or something, go to a concert together? I kind of feel like this might not be hypothetical. No, this is what we did. My, Me and Charters did it, and our wives let us do it. That's pretty with, astonishing. My wife won't even let me go visit my dad in Arizona in the wintertime. Why? Well, because then I'll be having fun and not her. Oh, I thought you were going to fuck your dad. <laughs> it's never crossed my mind. What happens in Arizona? Oh, man. Because I was like, thank God uh, it was just about the having fun thing. Your wife's a scorecard lady. She's like, uh, she likes to say, like, she gets to have as much fun as you and she doesn't want to see it get out of hand. Like, if you go out with the, then if you go out with the boys, then she, then then she wants to go with the girls and you stay home with the kids kind of thing? Not necessarily. I think it's just more of a jealousy thing. <laughs> it's just pretty much it. If I'm having fun, she wants to have fun. Huh. Um, oh, she's jealous of the fun you're having. Yeah, I went I went to see uh, Black Sabbath with my dad a few years ago, and my wife was mad because she wanted to go. I said, you don't even like Black Sabbath. She's like, I know, but you're going to go and have fun. But if you went out to see a band that you didn't like, you would not have fun. Just tell her yeah. that you wouldn't have fun if she was there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that'll help. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm, I'm helping. <laughs> Not only great. an engineer, he's a good therapist. Yeah, he's really is smart. He comes up with great ideas all the time. It's one of the reasons we have him here. And we call him Fingers. I know. I like that. Do you want to know why? I'd love to. Well, so would we. Yeah, I don't know why either. <laughs> we have no idea why. I just assumed it was the keyboard, but since you asked, I thought there's got to be more to it. In fact, the the nickname Fingers that we gave him, it lost steam so fast, and uh, Beaver just started calling you Donger, eh? Yeah. 
and he just I mean, he gave up completely on fingers, <laughs> and he will not support it. No. Yeah. And Beaver's like one of the most honest and opinionated guys I've met in my life, and he uh, he just went ahead and changed it, but he didn't tell me because he didn't want to break. Because we went all that effort, eh? I suppose I have been donger everywhere I've been, though. Why didn't you just say that? And it was saved us a whole episode. I don't know. <laughs> donger is a fabulous nickname. It's in my last name. Yeah, donger, and then you have a. Uh, like, uh, but you should have the big dick then, right? With I that can't nickname, break yeah. So well, it's just because it's the name, but it does kind of give you the kind of like swag of having a big cock, right? Or it could be a big dick. Just oh, you are a donger. Yeah. Oh, that Remember? could look. Yeah, you're a big dong, Mister Wang. <laughs> you're like a dickhead. Yeah, you're like a real cock. I think we got it. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to drive it home a little bit more. Wait a second. There's more. <laughs> uh, just a big fucking mushroom head, eh? <laughs> uh, oh, big throbbing dickhead. Yeah, I get it now. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal clear. Yeah. Anyways, we did do it. It was very platonic, and uh, me and Dave are uh, like the unfuckables, like when, because we 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 honestly uh, didn't think that it was wrong what we were doing because it was just such a it was just like yeah we want to go to this concert it'd be cool they live stayed over and uh, so then uh, they put us up in a nice hotel they gave us drinks they bought they had a whole bar set up for us when we got there like they upgraded our hotel because we were in a cheap hotel and then they were like oh my sister works at this like ritzy one or something they we got to stay in the cnn building and then they had all this booze for us they treat us like gold all because they listen to this program nice that's why you got a podcast man yeah i'm I'm here so then i was saying like i would be like this is why i'm podcasting i don't make any fucking money so all of a sudden someone like these girls want to do something nice for us this is what we get. This is their pay. Like, this is finally my pay, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, of course I'm going to do it. And it was so much fun, too. Like, it was super fun. And uh, and then my aunt found out, like, because my buddy Dave's married to my cousin. And then uh, my aunt found out. And then she was, like, outraged, eh? And then uh, turns out that what we were doing was, was kind of, like, a little risque or something. Like, it was, like, thought of as being wrong. But I was like, I don't know. Isn't that with everyone else? Like, because if you don't, if you just are like totally unfuckable, like if you just are like, like a monogamous to the point where we've lost all like hunting skills, you know, like, yeah, we don't even think that way anymore. We're just docile, like fucking, you know, eunuchs. Just hanging out with a new person. Yeah. It's just a new person that, that they drink like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there was, uh, anyways, I just didn't know you, your wife would not be cool with that. No. Would yours, Kev? I don't think she, I don't know. That's a tough one with other women, but. Cause it, it could happen. Now it's real. Cause you, cause you're on this program now long enough. So yeah. now it's like, all of a sudden there's a couple of listeners that are like, you know what? Why don't you come out to Virginia? Hmm. Yeah. And they're like, uh, and I'm like, Kev, Kev too. I'd be like better of off to get ahead of it, that's for sure, and just admit what was going on. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta admit it. But it's a fan. It's a fan of the show. Yeah, I don't know how she'd react. I don't know. She's not a scorekeeper though. 
I think she's happy. Like she's generally happy to get me the fuck out on Thursday night or whatever night we do. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yep. Well, that's good. That's a good wife. Well, you, well, what about your this? This doesn't count. What about your wife with comedy though? Does she appreciate? No. <laughs> he's going out and doing it. If you're, this is marriage talk, and you're also in a band. You're I, in a band. Okay, yeah, this is all right. All right, so you have hobbies outside of your, and you have a real job. Yeah. So you have a, a family, a wife, a real job, a band, yeah, and a and a a, a budding comedy career. My wife is part of the band, though. So oh, that okay. Might not count. Okay. Uh, that is, uh, but no, it counts. Because you're still doing it. That's yeah. Oh no, but, but she supports but that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun, neutral. So too. like the yeah. comedy, she, you, comedy, you're not um, doing it with your wife. So you're out doing that, and your wife isn't doing it. She likes to come out to uh, some of the better shows. Yeah, yeah. But the shitty ones are a punishment for her. Yeah. Well, I just kind of just flat out say you don't have to come to this one. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But does she think you're having fun though? Um. Well, she thinks she knows I'm having like I'm doing it to have fun. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she knows that. Um, it's, but it's a weird kind of fun, right? Yeah, especially at at my level, it's it's kind of stressful. You know, I want to do good. I want to impress. Who's going to be there? Um, yada yada. I'm I'm in my head. I'm worried about my set. Yeah. After, yeah. after I go on and I can have a beer, I'm like okay, now it's time to relax and and chill out a little bit. Can I ask a comedy related question? Yeah. If you eat shit, how is she with that? Um, she's fine with it. Do you bring I, it home? Do you bring it home if oh, you've had a bad set? See what I did there? Oh, did <laughs> I do it? Shop talk That's comedy sure. talk. That's shop talk. Ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, here's your one. All right, I'll have to do it. Were you at least allowed to finish your question before you, before you do that? Oh, yeah, that's true. Can I finish it? Might as well if you got a drink. If I got a drink. Did, so, like, do you bring that home? Do you, if you bomb on... On uh, stage, do you go home and are you in a shitty mood? No, not really. Do you like swear in your sleep? Follow up question to the same question. She tells me I cry in my sleep, so I don't know. It could be because of that. <laughs> you cry in your sleep? <laughs> Apparently. I used to do have like uh, sleeping Tourette's. Like I would just be fuck, fuck. Like, like just in my sleep, just cursing like cunt motherfucker, you know? And it was just me dissecting my act that I, where I was eating shit on stage over and over again in my head that's what how until you don't do it well luckily for me uh, he took a drink <laughs> <clears throat> now it's time to stop for him yeah i'm done i'm done jen oh mother <laughs> <laughs> what even is it it's tequila i think Ooh, ooh! it kind of has a weird taste to it yeah. <sighs> it's weird how you took a pretty big sip and it looks like there's the exact same amount in that bottle it's very wide at the bottom <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Just like me. I got one more uh, slip like that in, but <clears throat> it is, um, you know what I, I was, we were talking earlier about um, how you're watching a hockey game, um, how the commentators, because the commentators will like go with the um, uh, momentum of the game. Yep. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like if the Leafs, we're watching Leaf game and Leafs are playing the lightning and then the Leafs would be up one nothing, and they're like, well, look at uh, Matthews is on a roll. You know, he's never been playing better. Look at how he's uh, taking strides on the ice, and he's a uh, shot is crisp. And, and then uh, he, this is why, you know, he's the future of the NHL. And yep. then um, 
all of a sudden Tampa gets two quick goals, you know? And it's like, this is why this team is Stanley struggling, you know, like, and why they will never make it to the next round, you know? Yep. And uh, they, they, they're like ebb and flow with the, um, with the, like, with the wind, yeah. you know, like that's how dumb they are. They look at what's happening and they think this is it. So they jump on. Right. Yep. And, uh, there's something about human nature, like, like that, eh? Like we always want to like, uh, the flow. We, yeah, like we'll jump on a bandwagon, you know, yep. we'll like, uh, we'll, we'll go forward with whatever the mob's doing. Like we just do it. We love to like root for an underdog to like make it. And then we like to root for him to fall. Oh yeah. And then we love this comeback, you know, it's like, uh, we just, uh, we never look at things from far enough back where we can just get a perspective of the whole situation. Yeah. Like even the stock, you watch like, uh, I watch Bloomberg, right? Because <laughs> I'm trying to figure out money. And these guys are idiots on that show. Like they just, every day, if it's going up, they're happy. If it's going down, they're like fucking crisis, you know? The world. They don't even, everyone just, uh, my point is, is that uh, like, uh, how, why, like, why are people so stupid, you know, like, or what percentage of the people, like, are they just doing what everyone else does without thinking discernibly or they can't like look at the full picture? I don't know. I, I sometimes wonder if it's like 80, 20 and the 20 that are stupid are the loudest. Yeah. Or like they got jobs in media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is but that is what it also is? that they're trying to entertain and since you were in finance yourself you're not necessarily who they're talking to they're talking like a talking to an idiot like me who doesn't know anything about money yeah and trying to keep me watching kind of thing whereas you know what they're talking about and you're like no you're just a fucking idiot they're looking at it like based on a day but if you look at the full thing what's going on you're gonna see you you know understand this isn't as big a deal as you think like people want to live always in the panicky parts of the top and bottom they don't want to the good stuff's all in the middle, you know? Boring. But the, yeah, the middle's boring, yeah. Middle's boring, yeah. And people love to talk shit, too, like myself yeah. included. If, if something yeah. bad happens, oh, you can analyze that. You can see sure. what went wrong, why it went wrong, make fun of them. Yeah, if yeah. somebody did great, you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Knew, yeah. Knew he was going to They're get supposed it. to. Yeah. Remember when Tiger Woods got caught uh, with the 12 or 13 ladies? Yeah, yeah. I remember one sports guy saying, he owes me an apology. And I'm like, what for? Yeah. Why? Because he's he a golfer. than you? Yeah. He's a golfer. That's Jesus, all he is. I, I don't understand uh, any of that shit. Like, why you would. I don't understand why that's newsworthy. Like, why is it on the news that this guy fucked around? Like, it's not newsworthy. No. It's not newsworthy. Like, why are we watching the trial of Johnny Depp and his wife and her shit in the bed? Like, I don't know. Like, why is that on the news? Like, why do we care about that? It's a personal matter. I think people it's, are attracted to chaos. Yeah. Yeah, but like. Yeah. Like a fucking car accident. Like, you just. Yeah. Gotta look at you it. You have to watch, yeah. Yeah. I think it's too like what you said though. We like to see people that have success fall. Yeah. Right. And she 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 took him down and now he's trying to take or gain it back. And I think people are looking forward to seeing him get his his revenge on her or something like that. He blows a lot of money eh, on stupid shit. That's <laughs> really that's part of the reason why there's so many of these trials too, is because I think he just blows money on stupid shit. He doesn't have any respect for it, eh? No. Yeah, he hasn't been living on planet Earth for the last thirty years, so uh -huh. I kind of don't really blame him. Nah, I mean you just you just have a different reality. 
you spend like a shit ton of money um, sending uh, Hunter S. Thompson's ashes in this. Oh, did he really? In a space or something? Like he blew, he like sent it up in a rocket or something? I wonder if that's what Hunter wanted. Yeah, it was all I think to it was, specifications. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he built that giant fucking statue or whatever, the big fist. Yeah, it was in a big fist. Yeah, that's right. It's the best. <laughs> that is great, man. I love characters like that in history. You know, like Hunter S. Thompson. Like uh, who's another one? When you look at his daily routine, you ever look at his daily routine of how he w- wakes up in the morning and like he would, um, or he didn't really wake up in the morning. I think he woke up at like two p.m. Yeah, it was and it would be like, like uh, he would like smoke cigarettes um drink coffee do cocaine and then it would be or like and it would be like then like two shots of whiskey and then dinner yeah and then he would and then more cocaine <laughs> yeah more cocaine and then then when it came time then he started doing acid and stuff and then it was time for writing yeah at about 11 it was time to start writing yeah <laughs> and it was like a daily routine winston churchill had a routine like that too or was even yeah. the queens queens four drinks a day hey eh? Queen Liz? Yeah, Queen Elizabeth. I think she drinks four cocktails a day. But they're like heroes cocktails too. Like they're not They're know. not one ounce. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah. She's, she's drinking a, queen a full size. Yeah, they're like drinking martinis kind of like she's like that woman, uh, yeah, she's drank a lot of booze in her day. <laughs> but it, they're gonna those, Why not? She's a thousand years old. Like yeah. she can do no wrong. Fucking get but after it. Those she really do anyways, forever, right? nothing. Yeah. You know that the, do you know that the fucking I'm sorry about my language, Rick. Oh, yeah. Because you're sure. a guest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he doesn't normally cuss. But uh, um, the do you know that the territory, 88% of the territories in Canada uh, are owned by the monarchy. They're not even owned by, like, not like Great Britain or nothing. They're owned by the royal family. Hmm. That's why when Prince Charles comes here, he goes to visit Northwest Territories. You're like, what? He always like, what? Well, he goes to Inuvut. He owns it. He's just checking up on his property. Yeah. Like the royal family owns that, not the country of Great Britain or nothing. Like mm. they actually own it. And then, and it's governed by the governor general who's like the queen's bitch. So we pay, a, <laughs> we have to pay a fee to have that land. I guess so. Or, yeah. I don't know how it works, but they actually have ownership rights or something. And so does he get to just walk in anybody's house? He should do something about the water yeah. problem up there. Shitty, yeah. Shitty landlord. Well, next time they come asking Canada, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to go ask a fucking Liz over there. Yeah. Chuck. Get some. Get a plumber up there and fix the problems. Billy. Yeah. <laughs> King Billy. <laughs> you know that uh, the young guy, the, the William, uh, when he went bald, no offense, Wes. Oh, good. You look cool when you're bald, right? Fucking William, he kept the horseshoe, right? Don't you think that's stupid looking? Yeah, I would not keep the horseshoe. Do you have a horseshoe? No, it's it's on its way. It's like well, I have one. I just you shave it though. Yeah, yeah, because you keep a horseshoe, you look like ten times older, right? Yeah, you look like you would look like um like Homer Simpson. I oh. shaved the horseshoe for uh, Halloween a couple years ago. You nice. shaved it in and then it stayed? No, I shaved it off that, that <laughs> night when I got home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went as uh, Ron Burgundy and the Anchorman. Oh, yeah. I was champ kind and I <laughs> shaved the 
shave the horseshoe in, but oh, it was really? short lived. It looked ridiculous. <laughs> Champs of beauty, eh? Yeah, Wayne Mason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, anyways, uh, I'm just. What were we talking about? Let's go into a segment we call. Are you ready on this? The stinger there. Mm-hmm. Every week we do a segment and we call it feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Hey, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. Oh, man, we're blowing this board out. Can you just drag that audio, uh, go down under there, and see the right underneath where it says audio mixer? I really can't see it. But oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a bar, and it's right to the end. Just bring it in a little bit. There you go. That's cool. All right. See, that doesn't blow up as much. I'm sorry to everyone if you're listening and it was all blowing your drums out. We got it probably better now. Um, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you, as always, by our friends at CleanFlow. Go to cleanflow.com. Check out all their great products. Lubricate your life with CleanFlow. And also go to livefromthedutchhall.com and click on our Amazon banner, do some of your Amazon shopping, and then we'll get some of that rich bastard Bezos' money. And that's how it works. And uh, you can also go to uh, patreon.com slash dutchhall and support us. There's a number of different ways you can do it there. And if you do, we will send you the Forbidden Hot Tub video that has been banned by Dave Charters, which we will keep doing until he listens to a show and realizes that we're doing it. <laughs> so do it now and you can see the hot tub video. And that's it for sponsors. Um, we have, we did not get to our queen's feedback last week. And so I made a promise that I would get to it this week. And I'm a man of my word. So first I need to go into photos, <laughs> which I don't know where they're at. Mm. Fucking phone. It used to be my front page and now, oh, how's it work? <laughs> you need the engineer to look at that? Yeah, where's the photos on this fucking thing? Can you, to your left? On uh, left? I'm gonna go photos. There we go. Yeah. So my icon. Okay. Hey, Pete. She says, I was just listening to Guy talk and making some dinner and enjoying listening to you guys chat. Makes me smile. And Beaver Gets Chatty was also great. Mm -hmm. I do like this style where it's just the people shooting the shit. It was good to get uh, to chat with you guys. When I was in for the 400th episode, sandwiched in the middle was Jason Allen, who seems like a good guy, but yeah, it was very heavy on the shop talk. At least you apologize in advance. Thanks for all the shout outs and keep up the great show. Jen. Ah. Thank you, Jen. And uh, once again, everyone else is a cheap bastard yep. compared to Jen. And uh, the other piece of uh, feedback there was from our Diamond Club member, Emil Van Steeg. And Emil is all the way from Australia. 
And he says, I like the harvest hat idea. You guys had me Google the prime minister of Taiwan and Finland. <laughs> and uh, I'm surprised. I understand Finland. Like you want to. Today I was watching the news and they had, they were doing like one of those bumpers to like uh, advertise more news or whatever. And they had like just a brief shot where they had a bunch of world leaders getting ready for a picture. That rocket was there. And Finland was fixing her hair. Yeah. And I was with my family, you know, eating a bowl of cereal or something. And I just go, there she is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's so dreamy, eh? The Prime Minister of Finland, look her up. Oh God. Gorgeous. I haven't seen. She's a. She might have lost her job. I'm not sure. She's a rocket, though. She's a rocket. She'll find other work. Striking. Striking. Pretty gal. Anyways, uh, but he also, I don't know what we said about Taiwan that made her so alluring that Emil had to look her up. But uh, she was uh, very average. Yes. Very average. That's a very kind way of saying it. Yeah. She looked like someone who, you know, facing the crowd. Right? <laughs> she would definitely blend. Yeah. Anyway, so enjoyed the show, especially the story about Paul and the rides. I never got to go and the rides. I never got to go on any rides because they aren't built for tall fatsos. Oh, isn't that sad? I don't think he should be hard on himself. Like I never met the guy, but I'd, I'd make a ride for him. Yeah. You, we should have a whole amusement park for tall fatsos. Right. Uh, it would be called, uh, what would it be called? What's the, uh, uh, how about, uh, big and tall amusement hall. Yeah. Or, uh, it's got a nice ring to it. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're really chipping it up here. Yeah. Yeah. I was going six. I was singing six flags and then I'm like, well, what's, what's Ten like, flags? Cause they're bigger. Yeah. Uh, it's not good. Yeah. Cedar point. Disneyland. I'm thinking there's got to be play on words with any of those. And I was just like striking out. Yeah. Strike one. This is job talk. Hey, oh, I'm talking about how I fucking suck at writing jokes on the fly. Oh. I just did. <laughs> Sounds like you want to do, do a shot time. if you want. <laughs> I might have to. Maybe I will. Maybe for the, yeah, there's got to be something for the Husky uh, ride, ride goer. Well, that is bullshit because what do they ride? It's bad enough they can't even ride a goddamn airplane. That's true. Because 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 there's, there's no leg room in it for those big fellas. Anyways, apparently, uh, it's difficult for uh, big guys to get uh, um, t-shirts, you know, in the in the big sizes. Yeah. So I've gone out of my way, and uh, and I got a big uh, I got a I got a I got a t-shirt going to a meal. Nice. Right all the way across the ocean. To Australia, and it's big enough to fit all of them in there. Well, you know what? You don't body shame. And I don't even think he's going to be wearing that in the barn. He's going to be wearing that to church. Yeah, man. A nice Dutch Hall shirt you wear to church, Emil. Wear it to a nightclub. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think you go to nightclubs when you're a dairy farmer. No, wear it yeah. to a day club. Yeah. Dairy farmers don't go to nightclubs, I don't think. No. Unless My opinion, do. tell me if I'm wrong, Emil, but I... I don't picture you to be the nightclub guy. I think you're probably more of a drinking in the shop guy. Yeah. Hey. Nice couple beers after the morning milking. Yeah. Wouldn't it be funny if we found out this whole time he's not even milking cows? But <laughs> he he's lives mil in Boston. No, he's milking kangaroos. Ooh. 
He's milking teats of a kangaroo. Okay. And they're kicking at him the whole time he's trying to pull at those teats. That's a man's man. Yeah. Better than milking a bull. That's all I know. Yeah, you only do that once. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then you're covered in cum. <laughs> cum jokes. <laughs> Once an hour. What? Once an hour. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You gotta give him a. You gotta give him a break. A little. Let the bull have a little nap. Some thick cream. Yeah. You get tired after you after you've uh, been milked. <laughs> oh fuck! He's just standing there. You ever have your prostate milked? No. You never. I heard it's delightful though. I don't think it has pleasure. I think it's just fun to see lots of goop come out of your cock <laughs> but my that's my understanding of it but i could be wrong but apparently they just massage your uh prostate to milk out the seminal fluid well the story that i heard but it doesn't they, make you like come you're just like you just shoot you just like goos coming out yeah they apparently um a fellow at work had this done and he explained it to me in a very very thick spanish accent so it was a beautiful story oh yeah but i guess they go in there and they just kind of go whap, and it just silly. comes out it's like a little just like a little pump like a silly string comes yeah, out they they don't they don't and it, and it shoots out yeah apparently they they massage to kind of like see what they're feeling for and then out it comes peter north they give it a push I'm like jesus christ that sounds aggressive but it doesn't feel like you're coming like it doesn't feel good yeah, it doesn't have the orgasm part of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you you would have to time it perfect, so that you're <laughs> gonna have that kind of an orgasm, and then you'd stick a uh, stick up your ass or whatever to hit that thing, that button, or you just jerk off while the doctor's in there doing his thing. Well, yeah, he's already in. He's already in there. I didn't think about doing it at the doctor's office. I thought I was thinking about doing a home <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was doing Where a home. Do you think about it? As a doctor, this is inappropriate. I was going to ask my wife to do it. I was going to be like, "Hey, apparently you can, I can get more stuff coming out. I just want to see about it. You stick something up my ass when I tell you when. Purely yeah. for science. Purely for science. But if she yeah. goes in there and just loiters a little bit, that'll help you along. Yeah, I don't want her doing that. Uh, I have too much respect for her. Ah, you don't uh, want her to do it until she does. Oh no, sir, man. <laughs> I, I'm really. I don't. My thing is, it's a, it's a real, it's a real dog's breakfast back there. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. No. <laughs> yeah, poor woman. You know, even when I'm, uh, I don't like that stuff. You know, I wouldn't want anyone to go anywhere near my ass. That's a bad place to be. That's what I say. I don't even like thinking about it, Rick. See, that, <laughs> that's why you don't leave it up to the guy, though. What? That's why you don't leave it up to the guy. You don't ask. You, you just you just go in and ask for forgiveness. Oh, my God. If a poor woman did that, uh, she would just have a real surprise on her hands. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be on her own accord. Yeah, it'd be her fault. I'd be like, Jesus, you did not warn me you're not listening to my podcast no unless you got prep h all over your fingers stay out of there <laughs> if you beg her for it you're you know it's not going to be good if she goes in there you're just going to be thinking it's sad she's doing it for you yeah if she uh, the whole thing doesn't even i don't see the need for it you know i like your oh, psychology though there's I like no need you, i like your psychology on this what are you saying say it again i'm out like i want to hear what, you, what he's agreeing with well i think just you know leaving it out of your hands Say, letting the you know, woman sneak up on you and just surprise you with it, you know? Well, like even no matter what you're doing, be it, you know, having sex or a blowjob, if she, if she, if she makes you feel like she's there because she wants to be there, it's way better. Yeah. He's saying don't, if, she, if she's, don't if she's on top of you doing you a favor, cause you're like, come on. If, a, if sad. a girl's real excited 
to eat my ass. Uh, well, we just took it to the next level. I'm talking fingers, but oh no, like, sorry, you're talking. Like, okay, finger, whatever. I'll tell you something. If she's gonna put a finger in my butt, as soon as it, she's not gonna shove it in quick, right? You gotta like get it. You still gotta like work up to it. That's the lesson one of butt play. She's got tiny fingers. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's not really got, something you can sneak up in, <laughs> no matter what angle. Like unless you're no, that's what I'm saying. So like, I'll have warning. I'll have warning to go as soon as I feel a finger like in my region at all there, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Then it's, then it's over. Well, just talk some shop, have a couple shots and. Oh, you're saying if I was drunk, I yeah. could, uh, I might be a little looser about my caboose. Loosen up. But I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. I'm monogamous. My wife doesn't, uh, she's been given strict instructions to stay away from that zone. So then it's never a problem. You think after, if my wife listened to this program and now she's listening to you saying what a woman's got to do is just sneak up on them. <laughs> then uh, all of a sudden one day. <laughs> ambush. I'm going to get ambushed by my wife with this thing. I'm, I'm telling you clearly I do not want. Right? Mm -hmm. It's nothing about. Uh, it's just because. Uh, yeah. Is it your shame? Well, it's my she, shame. It's my shame. It's where I poop. She knows. She knows where I poop. I don't even I like assume. to. I don't even like her to smell my poop. That's the truth. I don't believe a, a spouse should smell their other spouse's poop. Oh, we are different people. I don't. Do you have more than one bathroom in your house? Yeah. That that's key. Then you never have to smell each other's poop. Yeah, I never want to smell hers. But if I you want her to smell yours a little bit, yeah, it's a power move. <laughs> Is it you Dutch oven? No, I don't really have to. You you if if, if I fart in bed it normally comes out like she she enjoys it anyway she doesn't it's like the rain suit thing where it comes at the, the top like uh but you ever you, you never just pull the sheet over her head and force her under there against her will no if it's a really good one i'll uh, i'll let it cook a little bit and then just roll over really aggressively so the blankets just oh yeah yeah this is another story i just thought of <laughs> that uh because of this uh it was another time we were in uh uh, we went to, for a week. At, we were, I was going to school in England, and we went away to uh, France for the weekend. And uh, there was these two American girls who, again, um, we had a, uh, we they made a supper, and we went to the bar with them and stuff like that. And they bought us drinks, and they were they were very ugly, but they were uh, <laughs> but they were very kind, you know. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so the one girl. Um, the one girl was heavy set. The other girl was like troll like, like Yoda. We called her right. Like, uh, <laughs> that's sweet. Yeah. And uh, my friend, Mark, I was, <laughs> my friend, Mark was uh, there and, uh, it's a, a different Mark, oh. but, but, uh, he was, uh, uh, this is after they cooked his dinner and stuff. We, we were sitting there, we're drinking and he sat on the bed with this girl. And then all of a sudden he just like, uh, yells Dutch oven. And then, uh, like covers her and she's squirming and stuff and he's laughing and, and he's making her smell his fart. You know, we met her like that day oh, yeah. and they did all this nice stuff for us. That's a bold move. Yeah. It's alcohol related, but it is uh it really made me laugh cause it was so inappropriate, you know, like that is the wrongest thing you can possibly do. <laughs> hey Kev, uh, do you know how long we've been going for? Uh, I think we're getting close to an hour. Are we? Yeah. 
Okay, because uh, I got one game to play. You want to play this game? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, this is what's called um, Two Truths and a Lie. You ever heard of it? Yeah, I think so. This is where I'll tell you two truths and a lie. I'll tell you two true stories and one lie. Feb. And you have to guess which one is the lie. Okay? All right. So all three of you will get to guess. This is the Celebrity Encounters Edition. <laughs> okay? So in all three of these stories, I have an encounter with a celebrity. You have to tell me which one is the lie. Okay? Uh, story one, I, um, me and Mike Myers played with the same baby in McDonald's. That's story one. Story two is that I rode beside Tom Green on a plane to San Francisco. And story three is I aired my armpits out with Wayne Gretzky. Hmm. I think story true is number two is true. No, there's two of them are true and one is a lie. Oh, so you're guessing the lie, but you're saying two is true. Which one is that? You and Tom Green. You're saying that's the true one? I think so. So which one's a lie of the other two? Armpits. Armpits is the lie? Yeah. Okay. Wes? I'll say the Mike Myers is the lie. You think Mike Myers is lying? I think Mike Myers is a lie, too. Well, I'm going to have you all know that you're all wrong. Oh, they're all true? <laughs> the lie is Tom Green. Oh. I was never on a plane with Tom Green. I did air I did air my armpits out when I was 17. I was working at a... Oh, the tennis tournament. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a, a tennis tournament. <laughs> and uh, story. I was a bus boy, and it was very hot. And there was a guy in a suit airing his armpits out by the big this big fan and uh i was way hotter and i'm working so i'm like fuck this guy in the suit and i nudged him out of the way and i look beside me it's wayne gretzky i'm great pushing one. him out of the way great one yeah that's true and then uh, when i was 18 i was in quebec city and i was in a mcdonald's and i was uh just uh, there was a baby that was like in her booth ahead of me and turned around and was like playing with me i was playing with the baby and then uh the baby turned around to face its mom and then behind its mom in the booth there, Mike Myers came and sat down in that booth and then was interacting with the same baby that I had just been playing with. So technically, and I said to my buddy, Hey, that's Mike Myers. And uh, he goes, who's that? It was way. <laughs> and then I go, uh, you know, if Wayne's world and he goes, nah, no way. And, Cause it was before the movie. It was just Saturday night live at that time. And my friend didn't know who he was anyway. So those are true. Wow. Old stories. You did good? You sucked. Not all bad. you guys got us all. <laughs> right? So I'm good at that game. Yeah. So I won that game. <laughs> game right? There's no winners or losers. Do you know who the winners are tonight? Everybody who's listened to the end. Everybody with the ears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you, everyone. I assume we're close. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, and uh, Good engineer. But we have a good engineer <laughs> on it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you liked our show, Rick, how do people find you on the socials? Do people follow you or anything? Um, not really, but I am just Rick Alexander on Facebook. Rick Alexander on Facebook. And he will be at the Galley Pump in Hamilton this Saturday. Uh, the Galley Pump. Bring a knife.
<laughs> just in case yeah you never know what's going to happen there and you can uh you can find me i'm dutch hall and all the things or live from the dutch hall or the dutch hall you can find us just look for us there and uh support our patreon wes keep on rocking yeah man trying dude and uh you know you're always my favorite you know you are. I don't doubt it. You are the nocturnal emissions. <laughs> Those other people can go fuck themselves, okay? Yeah. Not Mike. He was here last week. He's already redeemed himself. You've redeemed yourself. <laughs> I'm hoping one day we can all get back together. And Well, the fact that you have that hope, Wes, gives me hope. I give you my word. <laughs> I am 100% in unless I get monkeypox. Oh, right. monkeypox is I don't coming. Have to pull the plug again. You got to fuck huh. someone to get that. Well, I won't get I'll it. Be, I'll be okay then. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm. This is the one I'm like. Okay, it's just for yeah. those dirty whores. That's right. <laughs> Another dirty whore disease. I love it. Yeah, it's all for the naughties. One time when your terrible, boring lifestyle pays off. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, we'll see you, NT. See you next Thursday.